Meladesca Gushilabarut, membra nosa nos alizes o machicadesia, rambo nun dozina cacangres, meladedosi la barate. Father, we worship you tonight. We give you all the praise. We Prayer. worship you, Jesus. Lord, we thank we you. We thank you because you are meeting we each and every one of us. We give you the praise. We give you the Je We ascribe all greatness to your name. Mandolobosha, 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 Maradishan, Mandalabosha, Ebradusha Karuza, Nendelebruza, Rushala Baraka, Ebrandusha Labaro, Zenedenesh, Father, we appreciate you. Lelebosha Labarante, Endelebosha Labarate, Mendelebrodosha Labaraka, Elabosha Labara, Adesi, Lim. Of waiting uh, a singles program, Hallelujah. and this is the sixth day Amen. of the program. Tomorrow is the last day. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for thank the opportunity Lord. to be here tonight Hallelujah. once again. This uh, evening we are talking about uh, delay, how to destroy delay, how to overcome delay. That is the teaching for today, and I believe so strongly that we are going to get blessed. In this particular meal and so we've been running prayers by 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day and then we'll be running the teachings by 8 p.m. every evening 
So right about now, we are going to get into the teaching for tonight, which centers around overcoming delay. I believe so strongly that God is going to minister to us. Amen. Our life will never remain the same again. Hallelujah. Before we go ahead, please kindly share the uh, the 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 the, uh, the the video to your timeline. Kindly do so very quickly. Let your friends know about it. Let others know about it. Let them know about what is going on right now. So click on the share button and inform your friends and people around you that something beautiful is happening right now. And I believe so strongly that uh, a lot of people are going to be blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, Lord. And so we, we are looking at... Um, uh, destroying and overcoming delay tonight, mm -hmm. and we're going to start with um, the number one, which says, uh, oh. which talks about how God sees you, how God sees you, and this is very important in dealing with uh, delay factor, how God sees you, because when you begin to understand how God sees you, and how God sees the situation. It will help you now to position yourself Amen. to receive the best from God. Hallelujah. How does God see delay? Amen. How does God interpret delay? Amen. When we mention the word delay, what exactly comes to the mind of God? Does God see delay as Amen. we see it? Like a time of demonic oppression like a time when something bad is happening because the single lady or the single guy is not yet married does god see it that time is going is that how god interprets it we are going to get into the scripture to see the mind of god so every time you want to understand the mind of god you get into the scriptures the bible is the final authority in every affair of human life, every question is answered in the Bible. The Bible is not just some written historic uh, piece that some people who have no job got together and assembled together. It is not an history book. It is the very life of God that flows from him to all of humanity. And every time we go into God's word, we see the finality of that situation and we see the mind of God concerning that particular topic. And so I want us to pay attention as we go into God's word and trust God for a revelation Hallelujah. in our heart. Amen. Apostle Paul wrote to the, to the Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17. He said that God will grant unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Eyes of our understanding being enlightened and flooded with light that we may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. And so as we go into the world, I want you to trust God for revelation that beyond what we will say, the Holy Spirit will reveal to you and show you the thing as it is specific to you. You see, God deals with us as individuals, not as a group. In Acts chapter 2, when the cloven tongue of fire came, it, was, it wasn't just one cloven tongue of fire upon all of them, but the Bible recorded that each person 
add a tongue of fire upon his head. That deals with the uniqueness of destiny. And that God will go all the way to deal with us as individual and not as a crowd. God deals, deals with us as a specific individual and not as a general in, in that sense. And so we need to understand the power of the, the, the word of God is so powerful. In every situation you have, what you do is to go into God's word. I will not deny the fact that a lot of people twist the word of God to their own advantage. They twist the word of God in order to feed their belly. They are charlatans. Oh. I will not deny the existence of salt. But in the midst of all that, the Bible says we should test all spirits. Oh. And so when the word of God is coming, in without being diluted, you should be able to know and to see this is a voice of the Lord right here. Oh. And then be able to respond to it and apply it to your situation. I pray that God will grant you wisdom as we go into God's work. Now, get, to get back to what we are talking about, how does God see delay? That is what we are looking at. So let's get into God's word and let's begin in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verses 8 to 9. 2 Peter chapter 3 and verses 8 to 9. The Bible says there, it says, But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. Be not ignorant of this one thing. That one day with the Lord is as a thousand years. And a thousand years is as one day. Let that sink. That one day is as a thousand years. And a thousand years is as one day. That in verse 9, the Lord is not slack. Amen. He is not slack concerning his promise. I remember growing up as a student, when you want to abuse somebody who is really, really slow, you say, oh, slack, man. He said, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some men count slackness. He said, but he is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So what do we see in that particular scripture? The fact that a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day. In the sense that when God wants to do something, that humanity will take a thousand years to do, God can decide to do it in one day. And then it will be done. Why? Because he is God. And then in the next verse, it tells us that God is not slack concerning his promises. In other words, when something seems slow, it is not on the part of God in that sense. It is not God delaying you. It is not God preventing your husband or your wife from coming. It is something, it is another factor which we are going to identify tonight by the help of the Holy Spirit. Let's take a look at the Amplified Version. It says, nevertheless, do not let this one fact escape you. It said, beloved, that with the Lord... One day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. So we see Amplified Version saying the same thing and emphasizing the same thing. Let's take a look at verse 9. He said, the Lord does not delay. He is not tardy. 
or slow about what he promises. I love that. He said, according to some people's conception of slowness. He says, but he is long-suffering, extraordinarily patient toward you, not desiring that any should perish, but that all should turn to repentance. In other words, God is not slow in doing what he said he will do. The issue is not God. The issue is on our side. Because now, when we are asking for a blessing that will destroy us, the only way for God to show his love is to patiently withdraw that thing we are asking for until we are ready to receive and that blessing will not eventually become a curse. Yeah. That is why he says he does not desire that any should perish. So his desire that you should not perish will overrule that prayer point you have. In other words, it is okay to begin to think, I need to work on myself and get approved of God in order that God should do what he wants to do. Is somebody with me tonight? Hallelujah. God is not slow. Let's take a look at message translation. I love it. It says, don't overlook the obvious here, friends. With God, one day is as good as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. We see the same thing being reiterated there. Now let's go to verse 9 of message translation and see what it says. The Bible says, God isn't late with his promise. As some people count lateness, as some people measure lateness. How do we measure lateness? Oh, my friend has married, I'm not yet married. Oh, this person is married, I'm not yet married. Oh, this person already had two babies, I am not married yet. That's how we measure lateness. And the Bible says God isn't late with his promise as we are measuring our own lateness on this side of the world. He said he is restraining himself. In other words, the nature of God is that he wants to do it quickly. But now he has to go against himself and restrain himself. Why? On account of you. On account of you. Holding back the end because he doesn't want anyone lost. He is giving everyone space and time to change. In other words, my refusal to change will translate to delay. My refusal to heed God's word, to obey his instructions and injunctions will, will end up being delayed. God will have to literally restrain himself from doing that which he believes he should have done, assuming you are ready. Why? He doesn't want that blessing to become a curse. He doesn't want you to get into marriage and after three months, out of irreconcilable differences, you head for divorce. He doesn't want you getting married to somebody you believe loves you, but the person doesn't love you. And, and if the person, God sees that if you marry that particular person, that person is going to t- turn into a punching bag. Mm. So the only way for God to protect you is to cause that marriage not to become a reality. Mm. So every time we walk outside of the plan of God and we're in a hurry to do things our own way and pull things on our own end, what are we doing? We are contributing to the delay process. Because now God is not going to just answer your prayers because you are crying to him. He wants to answer your prayer because you are ready and that the blessing will not become a curse. His love for you and I supersedes his desire to answer that prayer. So if I'm ready, God will do it. It's just like your five-year-old boy running to you and crying bitterly that he wants your car key and he wants to drive your car. 
He wants to drive your car. What are you going to do? He's going to cry from morning till night. You are not going to give him the car key. Why? Because he isn't ready to drive that car. So your desire not to kill your son in the midst of driving the car himself will supersede you answering his, his prayer of, you get, of, of, of him getting the car key. You need to understand. I mean, when you understand this, it will deliver you from stretching yourself. I mean, maybe God doesn't love me. Maybe God does not do this. Maybe God does not do that. That isn't the issue. You need to understand how God sees delay. When you understand how God sees delay, it helps you to begin to relate with God and to function on the, on the level in which God is thinking so that you can adjust yourself and then flow in the direction that God wants you to get to. In effect, God Amen. is not slow. Yes, he is not slack true. concerning yes. his promise. Stop going to God and yes. begging him like he's, yes. he's deliberately yes. being slow. Mm. No, he is not slow. Hallelujah. He is restraining is himself. In yes. fact, the nature of God is that he wants yes. to do it quickly. Yes. But the Bible says he's restraining himself. Hallelujah. He has to literally hold his hand and say, no, 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 no. no. He wants to do it. He wants to answer your prayer. He wants to hearken to the cries of your heart. Hallelujah. But he has to restrain himself when he sees what is going to happen because you are not ready. Mm. Lord, help me to be ready. Amen. Prepare me to be ready Amen. in the name of Amen. the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Help me to be ready for Hallelujah. that which you are... It yes, is the same yes, in ministry. Yes, 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 yes. A lot of things you are asking God for in ministry, God is literally restraining himself. Haven't you asked yourself, but this is God's kingdom now. Why can't he just do it? He knows that if he does it, that blessing can finish your life. So he will restrain himself. In other words, the more we prepare ourselves, the more we are ready and we cooperate with God, the more God will answer your prayer. Now, you, you don't believe in abstaining from premarital sex. You believe in having sex while you are in courtship. And then you are asking for husband. And you are a child of God. And he loves you. He will restrain himself. Knowing fully whether if he answers your prayer, he sex all through. And then you can catch some uh, 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 sexually transmitted diseases. You will, you will lose the, the favor of God. You will pitch yourself against God's plan and God's favor and God's mercy. So the only option you leave with God is to restrain himself. Hallelujah. Understand this. Amen. And you will be delivered. I Hallelujah. pray. That God will grant you more understanding Amen. in Jesus' mighty Amen. name. We Amen. pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, that's God. a very strong one. God is literally holding himself. He is not just delaying you. He's not just denying you that thing for fun. Hallelujah. God Amen. will grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. The second thing I'll be talking about tonight on our teaching is that you have to realize that delay is not denial. Hallelujah. There is a difference between delay and then denial. Hallelujah. When God puts his hand on the post button, God is not saying you can't have it. Amen. When God is saying it's not time yet, hold on a little bit, get it right, it's not the same thing as saying you cannot have it. You Amen. need to get that right. You need to understand that about God. Hallelujah. That God is a loving God. Hallelujah. That God is the Alpha and the Omega. Hallelujah. He's not just the Alpha and the Omega. He's everything in Hallelujah. between. Hallelujah. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. Amen. He is a sovereign God. He knows all things. He, 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 he sees all things. He is the God that sees the beginning 
from the end. Hallelujah. He knows all things. He knows our 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 frailty. He understands our humanity. He knows us more than we know ourselves. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Example, um, Joseph in the Bible. God gave him a promise that he was going to be great, that his father and his mother were going to bow down to him, his brothers, they were going to bow down to him. Fine. But he needed to be prepared. He needed to be prepared in becoming that prime minister, the promise that God has given, given him. Amen. God was not just going to make him become a prime minister like that without preparation. Hallelujah. So, because the promise of God was being delayed, it's not the same thing as the, the promises of God being denied. Amen. Another thing you have to understand is that God is a God of love and of mercy. Hallelujah. And everything he does is on a platform of who he is. It's on a platform of his love and his mercy. Amen. Example, if you have a baby, a child, and... Uh, the child goes on feeding bottle. The child is crying. The child is throwing tantrum. And he wants to eat. Is crying, crying. But as a parent, before you feed the child, what do you do? You put the, 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 the feeder in your hand to test whether it's cold enough for the child to drink. If you just give the child that food because the child is crying, the child is going to get injured. Yeah. Amen. Amen. He's going to get injured. He's, he's going to get his mouth sore. So what does the parents do? The parents will delay in giving that child that food, even though the child is crying. The child knows that it's not yet time. And that is how God does for us. Uh, he knows that this thing that you are asking for, he is the one that promised you. This thing that you are asking for, he knows that it is not yet time. Amen. So you have, to, you have to understand that God saying it is not yet time doesn't mean he's saying you can't have it. I mean, what the devil wants to wants us to understand, what you know, he wants to pervert that our knowledge of God. The devil wants to tempt us and make it seem as if God doesn't want us to have to have those things, but that is not true. You know, he, he He richly gives us everything to enjoy. Hallelujah. Amen. God has abundant life. God has riches. Amen. You know, all the wonderful things that God has in this world is for us to enjoy. We are, the, we are the object of his love and Hallelujah. of his riches. Amen. 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 He, has, he has everything. Imagine, God is not going to use or to have all these things that we see in, uh, on, on earth. Mm -hmm. He prepared everything we see on earth for us to enjoy, for oh, us oh, to oh, have. Oh, Amen. Oh, Hallelujah. Amen. The Amen. things that God have is for you and I to enjoy. We Hallelujah. need to understand that. Amen. So God is not just withholding from us for withholding faith, uh, for withholding sake. It's not withholding from us because he's a one judgmental God or, or because he wants to get something out of us not having it. No. Like any loving father, any loving mother, it is your good pleasure to give to your child. Let's look at what Second um, Peter chapter 3 and verse 9. That same scripture, Pastor Dunamis um, has been talking about, but we'll look at it in the 
passion translation. It says, contrary to man's perspective, you know, contrary to man's perspective, it was talking about we have to see, we have to see how God sees delay, you know, because the way man sees delay is different from the way um, um, God sees it. Contrary to man's perspective, the Lord is not late Hallelujah. with his promise to return mm-hmm. as some measure lateness, but rather his delay simply reveals his loving patience towards us. Hallelujah. Is delaying us from having something, he only reveals his loving kindness for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And one thing you have to know again is that God is always in a hurry to bless his children. Hallelujah. If you understand that fact, you will have an attitude of rest. It will be settled in your heart that I am God's child, God Mm -hmm. loves me, and he is in a hurry to give me the blessings that he has. Um, Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 22 says, a little shall become a thousand, mm-hmm. and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will esteem it in his time. God is always in a hurry to Hallelujah. give us his blessing. Amen. God is always in a hurry to bless us. God is in a hurry to give you the spouse Hallelujah. that you are expecting. Hallelujah. God is not delighted in you just staying as a single forever. No. He wants you to progress. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We are meant to progress. Amen. We are functioned to progress. Allah there is always a season. There is, there is times and seasons to everybody's mm-hmm. life. At a time you were a child, that is one season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you are a single, that's another season. And of course, the next season, the next level of your life is that you move into the married life. Glory to God. God doesn't just want to to delay you unnecessarily. Yeah. What, what parent who want his child that has grown up, that should have entered the university, will still want that child to remain in the secondary school? No. It is the father's joy, the father's delight mm-hmm. that you are making progress. Yes. But God will be forced, like he said, to delay the process when we have not learned what we should what what we should learn the promise is there for us to get the promise is ours there is our name is already written on the promise and and you know what nobody can get your promise nobody like somebody said nobody can marry your own husband Mm -hmm. nobody can Mm -hmm. your husband is still waiting for you there but you have to match up your game. You have to cooperate with God. You have to learn all the things you should learn. Because for every for every season, there is a preparation needed. And if you don't prepare for the next season of your life, there will be there will be issues. Hallelujah. Example: a, a child that has not learned what he should learn in primary school, he will have difficulties in secondary school. Amen. Amen. If you have not learned how to write um, very well in your primary school, you will have issues when you are writing essay Mm -hmm. because your, your, your writing will not be legible. So every stage of your life, there are things to learn. There are bridges to cross. There, there is a learning process. So always remember that delay doesn't mean 
into denial. Hallelujah. Glory and God, God will grant us strength Amen. to understand this, Amen. both to understand God, that anytime we are exper- experiencing delays, anytime we are experiencing delays, it is because of God's loving kindness. Hallelujah. There is a preparation for us to undergo in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That is a beautiful one right there. I want to believe we are getting blessed. All right, we're going to move to number three, which says, connect to God with a vow. Connect to God with a vow. And I'm not just talking about financial vow alone, but I'm talking about making a promise to God. You can make a promise to God about your life, about your spouse, about your family, about service, about uh, the baby you are going to have eventually after you get married. But it's interesting you learn how to use the power of a vow to reduce that moment of delay, seemingly delay, and be able to get what you want from God. Uh, One of the things you have to understand, uh, a a perfect example, is um, uh, the case of Anna in the Bible. She was trusting God for a child, and year after year, she was in Shiloh. But nothing happened until the moment she made a commitment to God. That was when the lay was terminated and her prayer was answered answered, and she got a testimony. So you need to understand that there is the power of a vow. Let's take a look at 1 Samuel in chapter 1 and verse 11. The Bible says, and she vowed a vow. And said, O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me and not forget your handmaid, I will give unto thy handmaid a man child. Then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. And this is extremely powerful. You can break the backbone of delay with a vow. And I've seen that happen over and over again. Many years ago, around 2003, I was pastoring the church. And one young man walked in the church. He's not a member. He just walked in. Uh, uh, I think he was trying to date one of the members of the church. And he he, he just came around. And... um, uh, he, he, he just came to me, so this other lady he was trying to date brought him to me and introduced him. And so I, I said, oh, how are you? How are you doing? God bless you. He turned around to go, and then he just turned back and said, well, Pastor, please, can, can I make a request for a prayer? Can you pray for me? I said, what's a prayer? He said, he's, he's, been, he's been bidding for a particular contract for about three years in a particular university in the IT section. And somehow there has been a delay. He has not been able to get that contract. And he said, I should please pray for him. So I asked him, I said, do you pay your tithe? Do you honor God with your tithe? And he said, well, no, I don't really do that. I said, well, there's no point. You are contradicting God's word. I'm not going to pray. And so he said, ah, no, sir, if you pray for me, listen, if you pray for me and God does this one, I will ensure that I pay my tithe. That was like a vow. And so I asked him to kneel down and pray with him, poured oil on his head, 
guess what happened three days after he got that contract? Uh, I think it was around three million or thereabouts. And he paid the tithe, of course. What am I trying to say here? You can use the power of a vow to break the back of delay. It can be a financial vow. It can be uh, a vow about your family, about serving God. But certainly, vows can be very powerful. You see, we don't stop in the place of prayer. Uh, the story of Daniel shows us what can happen in the realm of the Spirit, even though it's Old Testament. But let's take a look at, at it in, in, in Daniel chapter 10 and verses 12 and 13. The Bible says, Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. Look at what it says there. From the very first day that you called upon me, your prayers were answered. But remember, Daniel did not get the answer to those prayers for whatever reason. Look at verse 13. Look at what it says right there. It says in verse 13, it said, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the king of Persia. He's saying there that for 21 days, he couldn't get across concerning the answers to the prayer of Daniel. And so we have a lot of things going on in the realm of the spirit. And this is why you need to be persistent in the place of prayer and not just give up. You can't just pray one time and then you forget it. No, you stay persistent and you keep on worshiping God and keep on praising him and keep on lifting up your voice. Uh, it's not time to get weary in the place of prayer. Amen. It's not time to, to uh, give up. You must persevere until your joy is full. Hallelujah. Then again, it's important to ask yourself, am I living in sin? You see, it's, 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 uh, it's almost a contradiction. Uh, you are living in, a, in some habitual sin. I'm not saying when you make a mistake and you sin. There's a place for that. You make a mistake, you sin, then you ask God to forgive, and He forgives and cleanses you from all unrighteousness. But I'm talking of habitual sin. If you are living in habitual sin, uh, there's no way your prayers will not be tampered with. You will be robbed of your boldness. And one of the key factors in preparing ourselves to receive the help of God is boldness. So let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. We don't come with timidity. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain heaven find, and that we may obtain mercy and find grace to Hallelujah. help in the time of need. So what sin does, what the bond of iniquity does, is to rob you of that boldness. Oh. And so you need to ask yourself, uh, am I living in sin? Uh, do I have oh. character issues oh. that might be causing unnecessary delay? Oh. Are my ways right with God? Am I a potential wife beater? Oh. Do I have anger issues? Yeah. If my wife does something or provokes me, will I beat her up? Oh. Will I decorate her face with anointed slaps? Oh. Like somebody used oh. that word sometimes. It's not like anointed slap. All slap. There's oh. no one. There's no, you see, you, you need to understand how this thing works. You need to work on yourself and you need to ensure that there's no habitual sin. Amen. Let me show you what sin can do in Joshua chapter 5 and verse 6. 
It says the Israelites had traveled in the wilderness for 40 years until all the men who were old enough to fight in battle when they left Egypt had died. Why? They disobeyed the Lord. In other words, their disobedience brought serious delay, 40 years of delay, and they died in the midst of that delay, never getting the travail of their hearts and never seen the, the, the particular thing or the promise that you were looking for. Wow. And so I want to ask you tonight, oh. as you are listening to me, are you still living in habitual sin? No matter how many mountains you climb to pray and fast, if you are in habitual sin, there is no way that prayer will be answered. You've got to make... The Bible says we are redeemed with incorruptible blood. He said there is no spot and there is no blemish. Every time you are living in habitual sin, you are trying to tell Jesus that his blood is not precious enough. You are trying to tell Jesus that there is blemish and spot in that blood. That is why the Bible tells us that sin will not have dominion over us. In other words, we should have dominion over sin. It's a place we must get to. It's a place we must exercise ourselves to be because now when we work on ourselves and we prepare ourselves, uh, like what we taught yesterday, confrontation and realities. When you confront yourself, you make yourself ready for God to be used. It's not as if anybody is perfect, but God is looking for people with integrity, people with a clean heart, People whose hearts are tender towards God. That when you make a mistake, you are quickly moved to repentance. Not that you'll be doing something over and over again and your heart is hardened. God has no pleasure in such people. And you can't be you can't be in displeasure against God and think anything will work. For example, you are given to telling lies, you are given to deception, you are given to stealing, you are given to all that, and you refuse to work on it. God will bring the God will restrain Himself. Don't let me use the word; He will bring delay, but He will restrain Himself from answering your prayer. Why? Because those things will cause major issues that you might not be able to recover from. In a place of marriage. So most of the time, most of the things we interpret as delay, God is actually protecting us. May God grant you understanding. And I pray over this message that it will reach everywhere and reach every person that needed to listen to this message and understand this truth in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. That was awesome. That was awesome. Amen. I think we just need to pray for mercy and ask God for mercy, for mercy, that God should just have mercy on us. God should have mercy on us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, The last that I will be talking about this night is have the right attitude while going through your delay. Having the right attitude while going through your delay. He mentioned something about the children of Israel uh, that they, they died in the wilderness. I mean, the, the journey was supposed to be 40 days. They spent 40 years. And yet, some of them, most of them still died in the wilderness, not reaching the promised land. 
and the Bible recorded that they, 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 the Bible called them stiff-necked people, stiff-necked. They, they, they were stiff-necked. They were, they were stubborn. Amen. They were stubborn people. They, they, they went through um, the delay, not changing their ways, not repenting, not going through what they should have gone through, not learning their lessons not maturing, not growing up. I mean, God, it wasn't God that was delaying them from making, from causing the promise to come to pass. God didn't have a choice. The promise was still there for, for them to enter into. But while they still remained, not changing their ways, God didn't have any choice. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. So it is not really God that is delaying. It was their attitude mm -hmm. and their ways. That is why we have to have the right attitude while going through the list. You have to understand that it is having the right attitude while going through. I want you to understand that it is a going through. Yeah. There is no delay that is forever. Mm -hmm. It's just a passing through. Hallelujah. Oh, it's a passing through. Hallelujah. And I love this phrase in the Bible that says, it will come to pass. Amen. This one too shall come to pass. Amen. Whatever delay you are experiencing now is not a permanent situation. Hallelujah. It's not a permanent uh, uh, status. Amen. It's just a going through. Amen. It's for a while. Amen. It will soon change. It, it will soon give way. Amen. Amen. And Amen. our attitude in this period matters a lot. Hallelujah. It's all about our attitude. Amen. We have to embrace the right attitude, yeah. the attitude of being meek, Hallelujah. of being teachable, Hallelujah. of learning our lessons and moving on. Uh, a child that is throwing tantrum when the mother uh, is, is delaying to, to feed him, will just end up having headaches. Mm. And if he has headaches, it's, it's, it's nobody's fault. You have to have the right attitude and you have to know that whatever God is doing, God is a sovereign God. Amen. The Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie, Amen. neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Amen. 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 God can fast forward times. He can Amen. restore the years that the canker worm and the palmer worm has eaten. He can restore our years of delay. So don't worry. Go through what you have to go through. Amen. Amen. Let's read um, in um, in the book of Hebrews, the Amplified Version, Hebrews 10 and verse 37. It reads, for still a little while, a very little while. Hallelujah. Amen. I love that. Amen. It's saying the delay is just for a little it's while. Little for emphasis sake, it said a very little while. And the coming one will come and it will not delay. Glory I want to, to tell you this evening that you should have an attitude of rest. Amen. 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 Oh, the Bible says that hope does not make a shame. Amen. Amen. When you are trusting God, when you are in hope, you are not going to be in a hurry. You are going to have an attitude of rest. Why? Because God is a punctual God. Hallelujah. That scripture says God will not delay. He understands the perfect timing. Amen. Hallelujah. God is a punctual God. You can count on him for that. He is punctual. Amen. He doesn't waste time. Hallelujah. Even if you think he, has, he is wasting time, I, like I said before, he can press the 
fast forward button. Amen. Amen. That is why we, we pray to God that God should restore to us the years that cankerworm has eaten. He should restore to us the, the, the past years. God is able to restore. Let's open our Bibles again, if or you can um, see it on the screen. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23. Same amplified version. So let us cease and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our and our, our acknowledgement of it for he who promised is reliable Amen. hallelujah Amen. bible says that god is reliable and faithful to his word hallelujah. amen you have to hold fast to his promise because God is a faithful God. You have to have an attitude of believing and not wavering. You have to not to waver. You have to believe. You have to have an attitude of strength because you know that he who has promised is faithful. You have to have an attitude that is empowered by faith. And then lastly, you have to have an attitude of joy. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to have an attitude of joy. Let me just read this one last um, scripture. In Romans 4 and verse 20, the Amplified Version, no belief, no, no distrust, no unbelief, sorry, no unbelief or distrust made him waver, doubtingly questioned concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. Hallelujah. Have an attitude of joy and praise. Have an attitude of empowerment by faith. Have an attitude of strength. Have an attitude of believing. Because faithful is he who has promised and he will do it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So I'm going to pray with us. Uh, it's been a wonderful time tonight. Uh, and we established a lot of things. Please, if you missed this video, please try and listen to, to uh, listen all over again. There are vital uh, uh, things I believe uh, God wanted us to know that I shared at the beginning. And so the video will be on YouTube. Go there and check it out. Let me just pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all waiting singles under the sound of our voice tonight. And we pray, oh Lord, for your grace and strength. We pray for a miracle in their life. We pray and come against the spirit behind the lane, and we declare the speed, uh, the supernatural speed, acceleration is yours in Jesus' mighty name. We pray and amen. Don't forget, by 12 a.m., uh, we're, we're going to be praying. And believe you me, it's going to be wonderful because this is the last day. By 12 a.m., that will be day seven. My God, he's been awesome. He's been seven days seven with days. singles. And uh, by 12 a.m. to 1 a.m., let's come together. Let's gather here together and fire some hot prayers. In the, on this same page, we'll be praying from 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. And it's going to be an awesome time in the presence of God. I want to let you know that by July 1st to 31st, my, my God, is 31 days of marriage challenge. This is basically for married couples, but as singles, you can still join us in the midnight prayer. From 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day of July, we're going to be praying and lifting up our voice before God. 
Your life will never remain the same again. Your marriage will never remain the same again. God is going to come true for you. If you are married, rush right now and go and register for this program. Because if you are not registered, you will not be able to access the materials we have on our website. Rush very quickly and go there and register right now and ensure you are able to access our portal for all the information and the teaching we're posting for those 31 days. It's a program to renew the marriage uh, or the marriage wine. It's going to be an awesome time you don't want to miss. Get your spouse to register. Register yourself. Uh, you can see the link somewhere on the flyer. And somebody is placing the link in the comment section right away uh, so that you can, if you just click on the link, it's also attached to the post, I believe, but it will be in the comment section in a moment. Just click on it and go register right now. We have hundreds of couples who are already registered for this challenge and you don't want to miss out. Tell your married friends about this program. Let them know about it. That something beautiful is happening uh, around them. Also, uh, there's a program going on that uh, I'm, I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking uh, people on how to develop website such that in two, three weeks, they'll be able to design any kind of website they want to. So take advantage of that. You can see the link on the screen right there, kissesandox.com slash web class. Go there and, and check out what it entails and register as well so that uh, you, can, you can learn how to develop a website. And I am the facilitator, so you can be rest assured that good quality uh, of training yeah. will be delivered to you. We have a lot of video training that I did myself that will help you and navigate you through that process of learning to design a website. Glory to God. Our website is at kissesandox.com. You want to visit that place and register and become a member. We have over 14,000 members, both singles and married couples. who read our devotionals from across the world. We have over 20 contributors that write on a daily basis. And every day we have singles devotional. We have couples devotional. We have kiddies devotional. We have a lot of videos, a lot of our materials, audio, a lot of massive collection of materials that will help your spiritual life. Like never before. I mean, you can be on kissanos.com and have a dull Christian life. Mm -hmm. So go there and you find where the sign up is. Sign up immediately and be part of what God, God is doing in this Amen. time and in this season. I believe God is using cases and us yes. to bring a revival into our lives, into our relationship, into our marriages. And you don't want to miss out in this. So rush to that website right now and register on casesandox.com become a member. Yes. Lastly, I want to tell us about our YouTube channel. Please go there and subscribe and have access to massive number of videos that will turn your relationship and marriage around. Every time we're churning out a lot of videos that will be a blessing to you and to your family, Sit down with your spouse and watch that language. You are single. Sit down and watch those, those things and it will be a blessing to you. Yeah. Just go to youtube.com and search for Dunami Studio Kunawa or just pick up exactly uh, that link you see on the screen and go there to subscribe. So we're going to meet in three hours time, 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. for a wonderful session it. of prayer. Yes. God bless you. God bless you. Thanks yeah. for joining. This is Dunamis and Sophia saying thank you. Ah, I see Reverend uh, Mrs. Ekide online. Thank you, Ma, for thank joining. You, Ma. Pastor Shego Oduyebo. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining. 
Royal Marcel, God bless you. Sugeli Mary, God bless you. Ade Janyo, Ola, God bless you. Tebu Susan, oh, she's been a member of his and love for quite some time. God bless you. Thanks for being part of this program. We want to say we love you. Thank you for joining us. So 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. It's going to be another time of firing prayers to God. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for joining. We love you so much. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Glory and glory and glory.